மனநம் நிதித்தியாசனம் லிசன் ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் அண்ட் அப்சாப் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் சாய்ராம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அவர் ரேடியோ சீரீஸ் இன் விச் அ டிவைன் டிஸ்கோர்ஸ் டெலிவர்ட் பை பகவான் இஸ் பிளேட் இன் ஸ்மால் பார்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஃபாலோயிங் ஈச் பார்ட் அ ஷார்ட் டிஸ்கஷன் இஸ் அண்டர் டேக்கன் டு ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த மெசேஜ் This is a part of Radio Sai's First Day Live hosted by Sai Prakash and Prem every Thursday at 7:30 p.m. only on Asia Stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode, which was first broadcast live on 5th September 2013, Professor G. V. Prabhakar Rao, Honorary Professor, Department of Mathematics and Computer Science, Sri Satya Sai Institute of Higher Learning. participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are a continuation from the discourse delivered on 24th of may 1990 offering a most humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet dear listeners we welcome you to yet another episode of shravanam mananam nidhyasanam a weekly series where we study swami's discourses and the discourses we are studying right now are from the 1990 samakosh series and this week as we had the pleasure the last week we are having the company of professor gv prabhakar rao honorary professor of the department of mathematics and computer science and as always we are also being joined by cg saiprakash from the studios of radio site sairam saiprakash and sairam sir maybe before we start on behalf of all of us we should wish you a happy teachers day and you, uh, we are glad you. that you're joining us thank on you, this Prem. day thank you prakash sairam to all the listeners i'm very happy that once again i'm here i hope we'll have a very enjoyable session at by swami's grace so saiprakash maybe we should start by going through a few points which swami made in the clip which we played last week true i think last week we played the clip where swami is speaking about how the mind is referred to in the katopanishad right the body and the senses and the mind the chariot analogy exactly so he says the body is compared to a chariot the senses are compared to the horses the mind to the reins and the intellect to the charioteer so this is what katopanishad says and um, this example somi has been giving a couple of times from the beginning of the series and um, as we discovered in one of the previous discourses this is so powerful because he says if the mind is driven by the senses the senses are the horses and if the mind is dragged by the senses it goes outward but if the mind is in control of the charioteer that is the buddhi then the mind can turn inwards right and it's quite interesting that swami is making the mind the reins because given this example which swami is uh, quoting it seems to be the least significant in the whole picture True. So the horses are powerful the charioteer is powerful the least significant it appears is the reins but, but uh, on the contrary i think it is <laughs> one of the most powerful and important aspects of the whole chariot then swami goes on to give the difference between pravritti marga nivritti marga 
that's the same thing he says when we allow the senses to go free that is the external path right. and controlling the senses is the internal path in later in the discourse of course swami gives the example of uh, the kauravas duryodhana dushasana and uh, the point which swami makes was the end of that clip is the topic of reaction resound and reflection that's a very interesting point <laughs> now here i may ask a question which uh, i'm not very sure what exactly we mean by controlling senses senses are basically a kind of uh, objects which receive inputs or give inputs kind of a thing correct sir that means uh, they are a kind of inert things correct now controlling means what shutting them down no sir for example control your eyes means uh, just shut your eyes or what exactly we understand from the statement which some says controlling the mind i mean when you associate the mind with the senses mm. and similarly with intellect correct now what exactly those because these are all the sentences we hear very common we correct. just believe that we understand it True. but when it comes to putting them into practice often we have a difficulty correct. it's like you know you like a, a particular theorem or something when you want really solve a problem you have difficulty correct so how do we understand that uh, associating mind with the senses what do we mean by that and how do we prevent it you have in one of swami's earlier discourses in this series swami is mentioning that food anything that you take in into your system uh, food is not only that which take you take through the mouth but what you see is also food what you hear is also food so all the inputs that come in through the senses can be taken as food and he says the right use of senses is to take good food so he says you cannot control the senses by shutting it off but you can divert your senses and focus only on the good aspects stay here only good see only how, good how do you do it because your eyes you cannot shut down your ears you keep hearing whatever is being said because that is the problem you know you may open your tv channel for something good correct but you keep watching everything so how exactly we work with it i think it also comes with practice suppose you know that you're going to a place and you're going to hear something which is not very good to the ear then you have to avoid that place i think uh, everybody inevitably does it once or twice and learns from the mistake that is true that is preventive when you know that something not expected is coming up probably say good day good all that no when you know that you are going to see something bad probably you can stop seeing it correct but very often we don't know whether it's going to be good or not when something is happening very true and when it happens we are already into it <laughs> and therefore by the time we realize it could be too late so how exactly we dissociate or control the senses through the mind that's that's an interesting question <laughs> i think uh, as far as i can imagine preventive aspect is what i can think of but how do you yeah preventive action i think swami has said those things see good do good yes. see only good that's right because that means before something happens probably you are able to judge and prevent it as you said something we have seen now we have learned it is not good and therefore next time i avoid it right. correct so that means this person is fairly developed to an extent is able to distinguish between good and bad mm but what happens if somebody is in the process of making like for example uh, take uh, most of the youth yes 
you are just fascinated by what others are doing and you think we should do it mm. and uh, it may be you may not know whether it's good or bad and that's how most of the people move about i reminded of uh, two things which swami says once swami was explaining how to control anger of course it's not completely re- related to what we're telling but again it's a it's a thing which is spontaneous you don't have time to control it you know it, it a situation happens and you're infuriated immediately there is no time to stop and think so swami would say that just see the process of anger something happens you become angry with time your anger cools down and then you are in a frame of mind to see whether the anger was right or wrong or you know what was the situation what actually led to the to the anger itself swami would say controlling anger is nothing but as much as possible bring that thought process between the situation and that expression of anger he said it's not easy definitely it's not easy but with time try to push that reaction as much as possible so you seem to have an answer there in no, the I, sense i don't know no it. in the sense what you are saying is that a kind of inputs that come there if the reaction is created for that mm-hmm. then you have acted for it correct whereas you observe something but don't create a reaction mm. that means whatever input that has come to the senses has just passed off correct now how do you do that you are saying that give a gap that means it is the mind which is observing whatever is coming through the senses and it is the one which is going to react to that whichever way it is and now we have to find some way to delay between our observing the event and then the reaction associated with that and in the middle of it somehow see that you let the intellect comes in and tells us that whether to pursue it or not to pursue it right and then go ahead with it yes sir. so that way i think we can con- in other words not the controlling the senses aspect but the effect of what senses observe has to be controlled and in the process the mind should be made a kind of an observant for a while before we could decide whether we could do that or not right. i think that's the way which works and i think that's what exactly when swami said don't get angry immediately sit mm-hmm. down think it's for a while like go swami for a walk yeah you can get angry but <laughs> you yeah. make sure as a kind of a way of doing it he has told an answer to that right. i think that's the way we should control and from the explanation which you gave and what swami is telling here when swami says control the senses as you said senses by themselves are inert there's nothing that controlling the senses so i think whenever swami is talking of controlling the senses or exercising the intellect swami is talking of this combination of senses and the mind the mind and the intellect mm. yeah that's yeah because true. if you take literally controlling the senses that's what it comes to and very often people close their eyes sit and turn but then as swami said you close your eyes sit but the mind is on the chapels <laughs> outside the door no. I mean, because we mind has got a great tendency to internalize itself if you are not able to observe through the senses externally it creates a world of its own and starts dreaming and enjoying that right that mm. also is actually yeah. swami states it's a it's right. a, mm. a wrong process which happens in the mind yeah. in fact this this aspect is most beautifully described in tripurasyam okay mm. it says that the mind has a tendency to steal what the senses have observed and when the senses are not accessible like in dream mm. the senses are not there but still the mind creates it dreams you enjoy oh. things you fear things you do that so it's actually stealing those thoughts which were created when we were awake and then use us in the dream state so another's what i'm trying to say is blindly forcing the senses to shut down 
could have negative effects rather than being that so the best thing is allow it to pass don't force it observe it like the famous example swami said is that mother and the child mm-hmm. as long as the child knows that the mother is observing it it tries to be naughty <laughs> if it knows that mother is not paying attention it stops that <laughs> so the mind is also like that i think associating the buddhi with the mind and the senses with the mind mm-hmm. that's the key and one mm-hmm. more thing which swami is repeatedly told uh, just going through where swami is explaining this concept even to hislop when he is asking how to control the mind he says mind cannot be controlled <laughs> you know first mm-hmm. of all don't even make an attempt he said but if you have deep desire for god without your effort mind will be controlled the senses will be in their place yeah i think that's where sometime comes down they right. replacing the bad thoughts by good thoughts true and uh, even talking about so selling you know controlling the senses is it just closing the eye in another discourse swami gives a very beautiful analogy he said what does it mean when you say i am in control of this car it does not mean the car is in the garage it means you're driving the car and you have absolute control over how fast you go how slow you go whether you're able to turn to left or turn to right or where you have to park it that is controlling the car and similarly in the senses when you say i have control over my senses of mind it does not mean that it's shut shop it's not used it means i know where to use it i know where not to use it and Sami, how to use it how to use it that's what some <laughs> say is that the sages of the year they were all men who were in family life it was not that they are absolutely cut away from worldly life then there is this other point of reflection reaction and resound and uh, swami has spoken about this in many of his discourses i think it's uh, very closely linked to karma or actions that you do uh, as we just discussed just now if the senses perceive something and you give importance to it by attaching the mind to that observation and then you act upon it i think that is what creates karma am, am i right sir actually that's what moment you put any thought Mm. actually there is no word like thought in uh, the vedantic parlance they call it sankalpa vikalpa mm-hmm. okay the mind <coughs> has got sankalpa vikalpas mm. uh, basically sankalpa means a kind of uh, resolve you know when we sit for prayer we say that today this day i am going to do this prayer all that that's what they call it as sankalpa mm. so that means and vikalpa means a dissolution of it so in english we say a common word thoughts so when we some kind of a thought of that comes in and then at the moment we try to put it into action action is karma karma is action nothing else there so actually it becomes a karma there and once a karma is done it has got good benefits bad benefits mm. and the jivatma has to experience both of them whatever it is if we do good things as that's what exactly some down the line he says they have to experience all those things also mm. and therefore the the thoughts become very primary for whatever we get in our lives so it shapes our lives so the classic question comes up now how can you live without doing any action like if you do good action also you are going to reap the consequences if you do bad actions also you are going to reap the consequences so is it an endless cycle it is an endless cycle of course but doing more of good actions will be beneficiary in the sense if you do good actions your mind will become peaceful mm-hmm. will be more happy and therefore we are tend to do uh, bring happiness to others and a satisfied calm mind has got a more chance of knowing its own truth 
rather than a mind which is preoccupied with so many other things so in that sense uh, i mean it's what i feel i do not know how far it's true and therefore doing good actions because swami also said do karma ahoratram but do mm. good things so mm. that you have the uh, at least you have prepared a ground for good things and therefore mind has got a kind of what should i say preparation correct to seek the soul or the its source whereas if you keep doing bad karmas so you experience the bad that means it agitates your mind you get anger and get more and more into of it and find it more difficult to come out and therefore trying to replace bad karmas by good karmas or bad thoughts by good thoughts is a good process mm-hmm. but ultimately it has to come down that means uh, you may be thinking 100 things today but there should be a day you can think only 10 things <laughs> so that's kind of a thing one has to develop and uh, one way swami has said often is that sit down and peacefully and watch your mind don't force it don't try to stop thoughts just see what is passing in your mind slowly 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 all those things which are not relevant they will just come and go like people in the bus stand but <laughs> only those good things important things will be with you correct you know when we were discussing this very point if good and bad is supposed to be given up good action and bad action has to be given up then what is the point of doing good so the, the kind of conclusion we came to was vedanta says that all said and done you have to begin the process of inquiry you know in some stage you'll have to start that and if you actually notice it a bad man never asks why good is happening to me or why bad is happening to me if bad happens he says i've done bad i've got bad if good happens he's happy okay i'm getting good but it's only the man who is doing good when bad happens to him he stops and wonders why is this happening to me mm. what is the process which is involved because i am doing good i am having good thoughts i am doing charity i am doing this but why is bad happening to me so that process of enquiry is easier to a man who is indulging in good activities no not only that when you start saying that why good has happened to me one starts taking responsibilities for his action Correct. Mm. Otherwise, the tendency is most often that you know because of whatever we live and say, God has done this to me. God has done that to me. As Swami has said many times, God doesn't do anything. He is like a postman delivers a letter. In one house there is joy, another house there is a sorrow. Postman has nothing to do like with it. So that way, I think uh, everybody is responsible for himself. Everything, some decision we have taken, you have decided to one day to work in radio side. that is the sankalpam you have made mm. and once that is done that could lead to different things who is responsible for it the individual who has taken the decision to do that so that way we have to understand that whatever is happening to us sometime or other we have decided to do this and i have decided to do in a certain way and that certain way of doing it obviously brings me certain reaction reflection resounds and therefore i with understanding yes i have done this these things are bound to happen to me let me take it then the person is moving up sir um, swami has told many times that you sh- you can do actions but surrender the fruits of action to the lord so does that mean that uh, once you surrender the fruits of your actions to the lord um, and you do good then you don't have to get back the reaction and resound of your good actions how is it uh yes this is what swami has said number of times that's why everybody is made to chant that uh, 
um, in the end of the day uh, that pray karacharana kritam all that mm. but most often what we do is it's a lip service we just don't say it from our heart which becomes a routine we just keep saying it it may have its own benefit but if it is really chanted with all sincerity that means when you chant every word we are chanting i should hear it i should understand it that's the way of chanting it if we do that it becomes a real prayer and then we are really offering that to the lord okay but then he also said that you sit down calmly think about all the things most important things at least you have done on that day good bad everything this 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 i have done offer it to him and then a prayer then what happens they will all go to the lord mm. and means he be own becomes the owner of it he can use it in whatever way he wants it and therefore you are not responsible for that and this is for those people like us who are still lost in our ego that means we are lost in our doership Hmm. but those who have no ego probably there's no problem for them. whatever they are doing they are completely doing without having any ownership to that like swami whatever he does hmm. he, he never gets attached to that nothing comes to him <laughs> so that's why one day he said uh, you see why people come to me they say that they want to give this to me that to me that why i don't need all these things but there are few things which i really do not know i don't know what is sorrow i don't know what is difficulties <laughs> give bring all of those things to me give it to me i'm like a fire you just drop it everything gets burned kind of thing is it you see that to say that way in that confidence he alone can save it because whatever he is accepting probably he accepted that without any specific uh, uh, kind of kind of i am accepting kind of ego thing without there you know? so therefore that happens so that's why i think great souls even though they after the realization they involve in the world keep doing things nothing touches them correct but at our level we are always conscious mm. that i am doing this i am doing that i am doing that even when we swami gives us a chance we do something and then we say i have done this what will you give me <laughs> see being that being the level at which most of us exist <laughs> the only way out for us is to offer it to him surrender could be very difficult mm. because surrender in that case you don't even ask Mm. you don't even question but here we are aware and therefore the best thing we could do is to offer it to him and then those karmas will slowly yeah. reduce talking about surrender and offering i, mm. I uh, came across a incident with some one sanyasi who is narrating when he goes to his guru he says the guru is aging so he buys a nice walking stick for him you know a very costly walking stick and it's make sure that it's the right height for the guru and goes in opposite to the guru the guru says no i don't take gifts don't give me so he says no no i've searched the best shops and i've brought this for you please accept this so he's saying are you offering this to me he says yes i'm offering this to you so you're giving it off to me mm. so he says yeah i'm giving it off to you so then the guru takes it so now that you've given it to me can i break it mm. and the disciple says no 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 don't break it it's so expensive mm. so he says then you've not offered it to me So he hmm. says once you've offered it to me you have nothing to do with what i do with it that's what exactly i think swami says offer it to me <laughs> so when we give it to him we should be able to totally forget about it there's a nice zen master story in this once a zen master and his student they were crossing a village there was a dirty road and there was a young girl beautifully dressed she was trying to cross the road but she was afraid that her dress will get muddy so the zen master straight goes to her lifts her up 
takes her across the road and leaves it on the other side and they walk off the student was aghast the zen masters all that they are not even supposed to look at women how dare he can go and touch lift her such particularly such young beautiful girl so they go to their ashram or whatever it is mm-hmm. he still last thinking that the master asks you seem to be lost what is the problem then he says master i have a question you told us about we should not look at women that this this and you yourself carried a woman and left it there what how do i reconcile with this oh i carried that woman left her there you are still carrying her <laughs> <laughs> so that's what exactly what we mean by getting attached to the thoughts mm-hmm. we do something we forget about it and leave it at that it's over but we still keep thinking about thinking about thinking about it what has happened that means most often we live in yesterday mm-hmm. or we start thinking about tomorrow and in the process we don't know what we are supposed to do that and that's why swami often said the present is not an ordinary present it's omnipresent because it's in the past it's in the future so that kind of a thing is what is clearly so at least uh, whatever thoughts we come we experience it but keep leaving it without uh, trying to bring it up again and again and again then i think we we have a better way of surviving <laughs> the last clip swami ended with help ever hurt never and reaction reflection resound i think swami is going on towards good thoughts and bad thoughts okay, we'll we'll go on to the clip sir we'll yeah. just play yeah, the yeah, next yeah. clip and yeah. then kevalamu samanyamainaatti manavulane kaaka bhagavantunni kuda dushin cheyitunte paapu untunnaru there are some people not merely criticizing other ordinary human beings but criticizing kevalamu varyaka దృష్టి who try to find fault even in god pura kasachindigiyundinalaina durattakundu nishkarana modvaleka apakaramu cheyutam vani vidyaga chiralu nuru tankamulu chesedivainanu pettenundaga cheri chiningi povutaku చిన్నంగిపోవుటకు అటువంటి దుస్సంకల్పం కలిగినటువంటి వ్యక్తి ఎందు ఇలాంటి సద్భావములు కూడా అభివృద్ధి అవుతుంటాయి in the same way wicked fellow go on thinking bad thoughts ee durbhavamulaku kaaranam emiti 
వాట్ ఇస్ ది కాజ్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ బ్యాడ్ సంకల్పములు పెంచుకోలేకపోతే దీనికి మూల కారణం నాట్ డెవలపింగ్ గుడ్ థాట్స్ ఇస్ రెస్పాన్సిబుల్ ఫార్ దుర్గంధం ఉంటుండాలంటే దానిని మనం దూరం చేసుకోవాలన్నప్పుడు సుగంధాన్ని అభివృద్ధి పంచుకోవాలి ఇఫ్ దర్ ఇస్ అ బ్యాడ్ స్మెల్ కమింగ్ కొంతమంది రూములు కూడా ఎయిర్ ఫ్రెష్ కొడుతుంటారు దేనికోసము ఆ దుర్గంధాన్ని దూరం కావించుకునే కోసం దుర్గంధం ఉన్నప్పుడు ఏ యొక్క గంధపు వచ్చునో ఏక సాంబ్రాయనో ఇలాంటివంతా వేసుకుని ఆ దుర్గంధాన్ని దూరం చేసుకుంటారు ఫ్రీ వన్ సెల్ఫ్ ఫ్రమ్ ద బ్యాడ్ స్మెల్ వన్ లైట్ మానవీయ దుష్సంకల్పములను దూరం కావించుకోవాలంటే సత్సంకల్పాన్ని మనం పెంచుకోవాలి డెవలపింగ్ గుడ్ థాట్స్ అలోన్ ఫ్రమ్ బ్యాడ్ థాట్స్ కనుక సత్సంకల్పము చేతని మన యొక్క జీవితం సార్థకం అందుతుంది వీ కెన్ శాంటిఫై అవర్ సెల్స్ ఓన్లీ బై గుడ్ దుస్సంకల్పము చేతనే మన జీవితం పశుత్వాన్ని పొందుతుంది బై బ్యాడ్ థాట్స్ అలోన్ వీ బికమ్ అనిమల్ కనుక మనస్సు చాలా ప్రమాదమైనటువంటిది మైండ్ హ్యాస్ ఎక్స్ట్రాడినరీ హార్మింగ్ పవర్ కనుకునే అర్జునుడు కూడాను చంచనృష్ణ ప్రమాది బలవద్రుడం ఇది కేవలము చంచనమైనటువంటిదే కాదు చాలా ప్రమాదమైనటువంటిది చాలా దృఢమైనటువంటిది అని ఇష్టుని ప్రార్థించాడు అర్జున ప్రేత కృష్ణ అవుట్ మైండ్ వెల్ మైండ్ ఈస్ నాట్ మెయిన్లీ వేవరింగ్ అండ్ ఫిట్ ఇట్ ఈస్ వెరీ ఫర్మ్ వెరీ స్ట్రాంగ్ వెరీ పవర్ఫుల్ త్యాగశాంతి అనంతరం శాంతి 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 ఎక్కడ నుంచి వస్తుంది మనకు శాంతి శాంతికి తగినటువంటి ఒక ప్రయత్నం మనం చేస్తున్నామా వెన్ యూ సే పీస్ పీస్ అండ్ పీస్ from where do you get peace are you making efforts to get the peace ee shanti manayinde untunnadi kaani baita led peace is in within ourselves it is not external to us kanuka ee shanti anetundi dani mana pondalanukunnappudu taginatundi yokka sadbhavalanu penchukovali if you want to attain peace develop good abhyasam cheyali you should practice ye vidhanga practice cheyali how do you practice what type of practice vyaktigatamainatundi bhavamunu motta motta adupulo pettukovali control the individualistic thinking ikkada vyaktigatamainatundi yokka vicharana atyavasaramu manavulaku it is necessary to have the individual thinking ee manavatvanni kontha varakunu manam adupulo pettukovalanukunte nenu manavudanu నేను మానవుడను నేను మానవుడను అని మూడు పర్యాయం చింతించాలి ఇఫ్ యూ వాంట్ టు పుట్ దిస్ హ్యూమానిటీ అండ్ హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ ఆన్ ద రైట్ పాత్ షుడ్ థింక్ థింక్ ట్రైస్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ అండ్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ కేవలము నేను మనిషి నేను మనిషి నేను మనిషి అనుకున్నంత మాత్రమున పూర్ణ మనిషి కాలేడు బై మియర్లీ టెలింగ్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ ఐఆమ్ మ్యాన్ హీ విల్ నాట్ బికమ్ ఎ ఫుల్ మ్యాన్ అర్ధ మనిషి మాత్రమే కాగలడు he will become man only to the extent of three mood paryayamulu i am not animal i am not animal i am not animal nenu pasivu kaadu nenu pasivu kaadu nenu pasivu kaadu he should repeat thrice i am not animal i am not animal i am not animal appude poorna satyam avutundi then only it becomes full truth inadu nenu manavudani ani bhavisthunnadu 
చెప్పుకుంటున్నాడు పశువుగా ప్రవర్తిస్తున్నాడు టుడే మ్యాన్ థింగ్స్ అండ్ ఆల్సో డిక్లర్స్ దట్ హీస్ మ్యాన్ బట్ హీస్ కండక్ట్ నేను పశువు 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 అనుకుని పశువుగా ప్రవర్తిస్తున్నాడు మనిషి మనిషి అనుకోని మనిషి పశువుగా ప్రవర్తిస్తున్నాడు కనుక మనిషి కంటే పశువే మేలనిపించి కంపేర్ టు దిస్ మ్యాన్ అనిమల్ ఈస్ బెటర్ బికాస్ ఇట్ సేస్ ఇట్ ఇస్ అన్ అనిమల్ అండ్ కండక్ట్ సెల్ఫ్ ఇస్ అన్ అనిమల్ నీవు మనిషి అనేటువంటిది ఎక్కడి నుంచి వచ్చింది హౌ డిడ్ యు గెట్ దిస్ పర్టికులర్ థింగ్ మనసు నుంచి వచ్చింది దిస్ ఇట్ హస్ కమ్ ఫ్రమ్ మైండ్ కనుక మనసుని నీవు సరైనటువంటి స్థితిలో పెట్టుకో Keep your mind in proper form. మనసును సరైన స్థితిలో పెట్టుకున్నప్పుడే నీవు మనిషిగా రూపొందుతావు. You would become a real man when your mind సామాన్యంగా ప్రపంచములోపల ఏదైనా తప్పు పని చేసినప్పుడు ఏవరా పశువా అని తిడతాం. అనగా ఏంటి నీవు చేయవలసినటువంటి పని కాదు ఇది. పశువు చేయవలసిన పని చేసావే అని దీన్ని నిందించటం. Whenever some person commits any mistake he is admonished as why are you behaving like an animal? వరే నీవు మనిషి అయినప్పుడు కూడాను పశువుగా ప్రవర్తిస్తున్నావే అని దానిని నిందించటం దట్ అడ్మానిషన్ ఈస్ ఆఫ్టర్ బీయింగ్ అన్ వైఆర్ యూ కండక్టింగ్ యువర్ సెల్ఫ్ లైక్ అన్ అనిమల్ కనుక మనస్సు అనేటువంటిది చాలా ఉత్తమమైనటువంటిది మైండ్ దేర్ ఫోర్ ఇస్ రియలీ సేక్రెట్ మన ఏమో మనుష్యానాం కారణం బంధమోక్షయు మోక్షానికి కూడా దీనికి అర్హత కలిగినటువంటిది కనుక ఇది చెడ్డ దెట్ అవుతుంది mind which has got the right to, to get you to liberation how can it be wicked bandana kaligistundi banda vimochana cheyistundi it can bind you and it can liberate you aithe danini upayoginchukunetundi vidhanamu manam gurtinchali but we should recognize the method of using the mind chethulo katti untundi you have a knife in hand pandlu koskochu kuragayalu koskochu vipparani gantunte danini vippi danini sukhanga manam anukoolam gaavinchukochu you can use it usefully by cutting for cutting a fruit a vegetable or any nut edaina koopam vachinappudu ee katti tho gontu koskochu and in a fit of anger you can cut the throat also with this knife ee dosham katti da is it the mistake of the knife kaadu kaadu మనం ఉపయోగించుకునేటువంటి విధానంలో చేరినటువంటి యొక్క దోషం ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ది డిఫెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ ది నైఫ్ బట్ డిఫెక్ట్ ఇన్ ఇట్స్ యూసేజ్ మెథడ్ ఆఫ్ యూజింగ్ మనసు కూడా అట్టిది మైండ్ ఈస్ సిమిలర్ దాని సరైన మార్గంలో ప్రవేశపెడితే అది పవిత్రమైన స్థానానికి వనిపోతుంది యూజ్ ఇట్ ఇన్ ద ప్రాపర్ వే ఇట్ టేక్స్ యూ టు ద ఎలివేటెడ్ స్పాట్ మనస్సును మాయల మారి అని కూడా పిలుస్తూ వచ్చారు మైండ్ ఈస్ ఆల్సో డిస్క్రైబ్డ్ యాస్ దీనినే మాయ అని కూడా చింతిస్తూ వచ్చారు is a delusion that's the end of that clip what is that uh, telugu padyam which swami says in that uh, part i don't know whether the translation is uh, complete i think he says uh, the insects the, the silver fish silver fish irrespective of what what is there they destroy it okay so similar is the nature of a person with bad thoughts they tend to harm everything they tend to harm everybody they around don't them don't see whether is a good person or a bad exactly. person indiscriminately so there is a clear guidance here about good thoughts and bad thoughts so <laughs> <laughs> me is giving the example of how when there is bad smell we use air fresheners and incense sticks yes that's how you uh, drive away bad thoughts by trying to cultivate good thoughts yeah that is replacing them replacing rather them. than eliminating them right I think this is quite similar to the idea of sublimation that sir was talking about last week about every bad quality is sublimated by turning it towards god yeah that's what it is we should try to try to counter our bad thoughts with good ones right mm-hmm. it's equivalent to using the deodorant etc 
sir in some other context swami had given one example he has compared uh, the gains from thoughts like what you uh, to the shadow mm-hmm. so he says if you take the morning shadow it is very long and you think that the gains the mer- uh, what you get from having bad thoughts is very big and mm-hmm. is very good so people think uh, oh this is very nice but they don't realize that as the sun goes up the shadow reduces drastically so the gains from bad thoughts reduce drastically and the gains from good thoughts are like the morning shadow which grow so Eve- if it may be evening, may shadow. Be evening shadow it may be small in the beginning but as the day progresses the shadow grows so the gains from good thoughts always grow the gains <laughs> from bad thoughts keep reducing so is compared that to a shadow this replacing good thoughts with bad thoughts swami tells one very nice story it was narrated to us by sanjeev sani sir and he said he has heard swami narrating it only once okay never swami repeated it it's from the ramayana where at a point when they are living in the forest rama sita and lakshmana rama wants to test lakshmana mm-hmm. you know his celibacy rama mm-hmm. wants to test and uh, swami would say that you know it's not to test him rama never had any doubts about Mm-hmm. the qualities of his brother but it, it it was an opportunity to show it to the world correct and uh, the scene is there rama is in the hut and sita is lying down placing her head on rama's lap mm-hmm. and rama uh, lakshmana is outside in guarding the hut so rama calls lakshmana inside he said see i have to go out uh, on some work i don't want to wake up sita you sit here and keep her head on your lap mm-hmm. okay and so that she doesn't uh, sleep doesn't get disturbed so rama gets up makes lakshmana sit puts her head on uh, lakshmana's lap and swami says rama goes out mm. transforms into a crow mm. comes and sit on sits on the roof of the hut mm. and he sees what is lakshmana doing now and he sees that lakshmana is sitting there is with his eyes closed and he is doing japam mm. he is not saying rama's name or anything he is saying sumitra 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 mm-hmm. you know to think of his mother <laughs> oh and then immediately swami says that rama comes back to his form comes and hugs lakshmana mm. and swami would say that see this is a classic example of you put in a situation mm. where you have all the opportunities to have bad thought mm. how do you counter it by having a more noble thought oh <laughs> great example that's a great example <laughs> so from this it comes out that it is a perpetual effort one mm-hmm. has to put in right to replace <laughs> the bad thoughts by good thoughts and develop enough intellect to identify or distinguish between good and bad thoughts that's the only way to sublimate the mind or to gain control over the mind i think even to understand it if you really understand that having good thoughts is really beneficial and uh, if you take for example mother ishwarama's three simple thoughts she, she had three simple wishes swami please dig a, bring a bore well here so that the villagers can have some water that was a simple thought it was a good thought and that has come into this huge water project that swami has made similarly the education and the hospital projects so i think um, this kind of gives us a confidence that if you have good thoughts there's definitely going to be a good reaction to the whole thing reaction reflection that swami says it just starts from a good thought here again you know talking of the mind and how powerful it is swami quotes that arjuna's verse where he says chanchalam hi mana krishna pramadi right? balam and swami says it's not only chanchalam it is 
it is dangerous it is strong and it is very stubborn stubborn as well yeah i don't know why uh, uh, swami is mentioning here especially you know, the problem every problem comes from the individual thinking yourself as an individual mm-hmm. i i don't know is swami saying that by replacing bad thoughts by good thoughts you can actually transcend this idea of individual feeling vyakti tatvam swami says yes somewhere i think in this discourse or the previous discourse swami says what is a bad thought a bad thought is one that differentiates you from the other person i think theoretically it sounds very good but <laughs> <laughs> in practical life how do you go about doing it sir no differentiating in the sense you know if you are able to do what you can do yourself to the others mm. as jesus said mm-hmm. you will overcome that okay for example there is a saying that whenever you want to do something mm-hmm. you put yourself in the other man's shoes and decide correct suppose i want to judge you something or i'm trying to find out something about you uh, then i should uh, view the problem from your point of view correct then in that case the solution will come out as something acceptable otherwise like the present day problem we have in andhra pradesh mm-hmm. each one is looking from their point of view <laughs> it won't work there will be no solution <laughs> <laughs> and therefore because the two individuals are two individuals mm-hmm. that person is that person i will think in his way and i myself and i think my there is no solution there but the moment i start thinking that's what swami calls it as fundamental discrimination mm-hmm. that is don't discriminate or decide from your point of view mm-hmm. you you forget yourself and decide look at the problem alone and if this problem is somebody else's problem how would you react to that what mm-hmm. would you do so if we try to do that then slowly slowly then you will start deciding things in a way which is not individual mm. but the problem still remains as long as the body consciousness is there that problem will continue there so the only way to come out of that is divine grace mm. because the only through divine grace one could come over the body consciousness but they are all interrelated it's not that each is an individual thing so the more you try to become acceptable to others your own thoughts will become less powerful your ego will come down as our egos comes down it becomes easy for us to surrender to the god and the more we surrender to him the more grace comes in so that way it you know it goes into a kind of a iterative circle <laughs> so slowly slowly people will progress so then he goes on to peace he says with practice he says what kind of practice we should do firstly he says give up all selfish thoughts and um, then secondly he says you have to start enquiring who am i who am i and uh, there he gives a very beautiful example he says just saying i am a man i am a man is only half it's half the truth the second half is you should say i am not an animal <laughs> <laughs> because you know i was just wondering why swami is saying this i am a man i am not an animal literally swami is saying that you don't even have to think that i am god first mm. think that you are man and behave like a man and you know the idea of progressing to god is later in this context when swami is talking about senses and uh, bringing in the intellect before acting by the senses or the mind a typical thing is you know if you uh, i remember one of my uncles in there used to be a street dog in mm-hmm. a, in the street where he was living mm-hmm. 
and he would always buy some biscuit and give it and whenever he's coming by that way you know he would always give it it was a very friendly dog because he was feeding mm. him every now and then one day when he was coming in uh, by that road in the dark by mistake he stepped on the dog mm. and the dog bit him okay and the dog bit him and then the dog realized that it bit this person who oh. was actually feeding him every every day and after that every time he would come by the dog would come and apologetically come in you know <laughs> uh, stand by him mm. if you just look at this i think this is what swami is saying i'm a man i'm not an animal if i come up to you prakash and give you a tight slap mm. you know you might get angry but mm. you would also think that why is what's happened why is this guy coming and slapping me mm. or if somebody comes and abuses you verbally mm. you should stop and think that why is this happening why is this person angry with me is there something wrong and maybe that is what swami is telling you that react but mm. reflect and then react True. it's actually related to that I means first we said then you know, replace the bad thoughts by good thoughts mm-hmm. that is not enough mm. because then bad thoughts keep on come how long you will replace you also should stop bad thoughts mm. then the replacement will have a solution so just saying that i am man and i am still right. behaving like an animal would not give a progress mm. so it's good to replace bad thoughts by good thoughts but then there must be some way to stop the bad thoughts also so that the process is complete mm. so this part is similar to that i understand i think like you should say you are a man but at the same time be aware that you are not a animal by saying that whenever certain actions certain thoughts which are animal thoughts come to you now you are aware no no i am not an animal i should not encourage that so that's how the discrimination to distinguish between the two slowly grows yes. and therefore the second part falls off the first part starts growing and there is a faster progress so that's why he insists, even the even the common thing you know see good then first he said see good do good mm. but then he added the other half of it later correct see mm. good see no evil no see no evil mm. so it then it becomes a complete like see he said you know science and spirituality half circle half it's similar to that sir here swami is saying we are called man because we have manas the mind does that mean that animals don't have a mind they have i think they do not have the judgment mm-hmm. they go only by as we the sciences call it instincts correct that means they have a certain fixed behavior which comes to them of mm-hmm. course they do learn from the environment when a kitten is born it learns from its mother how to do about how to go about how to catch a rat how to kill it it learns all that but that is totally fixed they they lack the intuition discrimination that kind of faculties i think the animals they do have it but to a lower level they so, do not have the intellect good enough to realize this body mind soul that kind of a thing I so think. the discriminative aspect of the mind they don't have they don't have mm. so they, I mean, it's not that they can distinguish they'll have mm. uh, from manas chitta chitta is memories so mm. they they may they may learn from their memories no, they may have intellect also mm-hmm. but uh, not to the develop to the level a human being has okay uh-huh. it's more of a functional intellect yes. which only yes. suits them to that, find their food it. and shelter right. mm. but this is one I question some, sometime somebody asked that uh, is sai geeta's life is this the last okay. he said no mm-hmm. it's still an animal or something he said oh so, oh, so one has saying. to become a human being to get ultimate liberation okay. because that that's all limited there at that stage hmm. actually once somebody asked this question i don't have an answer for this he said if you follow dharma uh, absolutely perfectly then you are entitled 
to liberation or whatever and swami says that man is the only animal who doesn't follow his dharma all other animals follow their dharma then they say why does it require that an animal should reach the state of a man before seeking liberation that's what it is you say it is the freedom given to the man is the one which opens the door to the liberation Mm. If you don't have a freedom, what is that? Nothing else. You are routinely doing it like a train. It's mm. put on a track. It just keeps going, going, going. Whereas you are on a road, you are free. Correct. So it is the freedom that uh, is important. To that means you are now going to think, oh, it is there. I should not do it. Okay. You start questioning that I am not the body. I am now. Why do you question that? Somewhere you see that it is leading to a lot of uh, controversies. so that thought starts one after one one after one so that your free will to do things is the one which helps you to grow i think whereas that is not there for animals here swami says <laughs> the animal is better than man because it says it is an animal and behaves accordingly <laughs> we say we are humans but we don't be- behave like a man so i think that's the crux of the whole thing uh he says freedom animal freedom is separate human freedom is separate so if you want to sanctify the human birth you have to behave like a human and you know i, th- I think it, it also means that the ability to do the good when you have the choice as sir was saying the free will correct where that programming is not there in the animal kingdom when that discrimination is given Mm-hmm. you are tested whether the ability to do use the right, right discrimination is there yeah they have a fixed destiny that destiny they will follow it whereas mm-hmm. the human beings i understand that they have the power to change their destiny mm-hmm. for example you may go an astrologer say this, this life is going to be like this like this like markandeya mm-hmm. is the famous example he was supposed to die at that day particular 16th day he could change his destiny mm-hmm. that is what the human beings have mm-hmm. whereas the animal kingdom or whatever lower level they do not have it talking of thoughts and talking of destiny swami's famous saying is there so a thought reap an action mm. so an action reap a tendency so a tendency reap character so a character and reap destiny <laughs> <laughs> so thoughts are ultimately related to the destiny should we go on to the next clip prem yeah sure should we play the next clip yeah ఇది ఒక పిల్లి వంటిది మార్జాలము యొక్క విషయాన్ని మనం చొక్కగా విచారించినప్పుడు ఈ మనసు యొక్క ప్రభావం కూడా దీనికి సరి అయినటువంటి సమన్వయం అయిపోతుంది a cat we can understand mind also properly tava pillalanu samrakshinchukune nimittamai ee marjalamu notito karchukoni poyi suchyamu velipistheyalanaku cherustu untuntadi in order to transport its kitten it uses its own teeth and carries the kitten adhe notito yelagalanu karchukunnappudu pranam teestundi with the same mouth and the teeth it kills the rat noru okkate mouth is one ఎలుకలను శిక్షిస్తుండాలి 
ఇట్ కిల్స్ మనసు కూడా అట్టిది మైండ్ ఇస్ లైక్ దట్ దైవ చింతన చేసేటువంటి వారులకు సత్కార్యములు ఆచరించేటువంటి వారకు సద్భుతులు కలిగినటువంటి వారకు సన్మార్గంలో ఉండినటువంటి వారు ఇది సక్రమమైనటువంటి మార్గంలో సుక్షేమమైన స్థానానికి చేరుస్తుంది మైండ్ టేక్స్ పీపుల్ టు సేఫ్ ప్లేస్ ఇఫ్ దే ఆల్వేస్ థింక్ ఆఫ్ గాడ్ ఇఫ్ దే ఆల్వేస్ ఎంటర్టైన్ గుడ్ థాట్స్ ఇఫ్ దేర్ కాండక్ట్ ఇస్ గుడ్ దుష్టులను దుర్మార్గులను అధర్మమును ప్రవర్తించేటువంటి వారు చూసినప్పుడు ఇది హింసిస్తుంది ది సేమ్ మైండ్ పనిషస్ పీపుల్ వెన్ ఇట్ కమ్స్ అక్రాస్ వికెట్ వన్స్ పీపుల్ హూ గో ఆన్ ది అన్రైచియస్ పాత్ కనుక మనస్సు ఒక్కటే అయినప్పటికీ అనేక రకములుగా రూపొందుతుంటాది మైండ్ ఇస్ వన్ బట్ ఇట్స్ ఫార్మ్స్ చాలా మోనో యాక్ట్ అంటారు అనేక రకములైనటువంటి యొక్క రూపాన్ని ధరిస్తుంటాది ఇట్ డస్ మోనో యాక్టింగ్ టేక్స్ డిఫరెంట్ ఫార్మ్స్ ఏ యొక్క సంకల్పములకు తగినటువంటి రూపాన్ని ఆ సంకల్పము ఆ రూపాన్ని ధరిస్తుంది ఈచ్ థాట్ టేక్స్ ఇట్స్ ఓన్ అప్రోప్రియేట్ ఫార్మ్ ఈనాటి జగత్తునందు మానవునికి కష్టములకు నష్టములకు బాధలకు కారణము వారి వారి సంకల్పములే ఫార్ ది డిఫికల్టీస్ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ అండ్ వరీస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ది సంకల్పముల చేత ఎంతైనా మనం ఆవించుకోవచ్చును విత్ ప్రాపర్ థాట్స్ యూ కెన్ డెవలప్ ఇంటూ ఎనిథింగ్ మాత్రమైన అగ్ని మన చేతికి చిక్కుంటే శ్రద్ధనే బలపరుచుకున్నామంటే దానిని కావలసినంత నిప్పుగా మనం అభివృద్ధి గావించుకోవచ్చు ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ యూ హ్యావ్ ఎ స్మాల్ స్పార్క్ ఆఫ్ ఫైర్ యూ కెన్ డెవలప్ ఇంటూ ఎ వెరీ బిగ్ ఫైర్ ఇదే భగవంతుని యొక్క దీనిలో సంకల్పించుకున్నాడట గాడ్ ఏకోహం బహుశ్యాం తనకు తాను సంకల్పించుకొని ఏకంగా ఉండినటువంటి యొక్క ఇది అనేకత్వంగా మారాలి అనుకుంటుంది అనేకత్వంగా మారిపోయింది హీ థాట్ ఫర్ హిమ్ సెల్ఫ్ ఐఎమ్ వన్ లెట్ మీ మల్టిప్లై మై సెల్ఫ్ ఇన్ టు మెనీ అండ్ హీ మల్టిప్లైడ్ తిరిగి అనేకత్వంలో ఉండినటువంటి ఏకత్వాన్ని మరి చేసుకుంటూ వచ్చాడు అనేకత్వంలోని ఏకత్వము ఏకత్వంలోని అనేకత్వము రెండింటికి సంకల్పంలో మూల కారణం ది యూనిటీ ఇన్ డైవర్సిటీ అండ్ డైవర్సిటీ ఇన్ యూనిటీ ఇట్ ఈస్ ది థాట్ విచ్ ఈస్ రెస్పాన్సిబుల్ కనుకని మన సంకల్పాలను సక్రమమైనటువంటి మార్గంలో మనం ఉంచుకోవాలి మన నుంచి ఆవిరిపించిన తక్షణమే ఈ సంకల్పము సరి అయినదా కాదా అని విచారణ చెయ్యాలి దే ఆర్ ఫోర్ షుడ్ పుట్ అవర్ థాట్స్ ఆన్ ద ప్రాపర్ పాత్ ద మోమెంట్ థాట్ కమ్స్ షుడ్ లుక్ ఇన్ టు వెదర్ ఇట్ ఇస్ ఎ గుడ్ థాట్ ఆర్ ఎ బ్యాడ్ థాట్ కానీ మానవుడు తన తొందరపాటుతో ఈ విచారణకి ఏమాత్రం కూడా అవకాశం ఇవ్వటం లేదు అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ హేస్ట్ మ్యాన్ డస్ నాట్ గివ్ there is a lot anni of korina tachaname anni labhinchali 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 the moment he thinks he wants to get everything like just like that kanukare haste makes waste waste makes worry so do not be in hurry ee rakamaina tundi dintlo pala manu sarayina tundi yokka dintlo nidananga buddhi andinchi buddhi yokka vicharana cheta tadupari manu deeni nirnayinchukovali therefore as haste is responsible for all worry you should always hand over your thoughts to the intelligence let the intelligence decide whether it is good or bad apude manaku shanti labhistundi then only we enjoy peace there was a small clip and uh, i think swami is going on to explain the importance of thought here no i think it is the typical of swami that he will pose a problem and not enlarge it discuss about it issues about it and finally gives a solution <laughs> you see that he talked about how powerful it is then replacing the good thoughts bad thoughts and finally has come down to a simple solution i mean which can be practiced by us mm-hmm. that once you think that it serves the supreme benefit of those who 
engage themselves in contemplation of God. So ultimate solution to overcome all this is to contemplate on God, think of God. And in our case, it's a lot more simple that whenever we are doing, we try to touch it, test it on the touchstone called Swami. Will Swami approve this? Will Swami approve this? And that really helps us to decide to do and not to do. Sometimes we may not be able to put in practice, but still we are aware we have done something which Swami would not approve. And mm. that slowly brings us a change. So that way we are most fortunate because whatever thoughts, whatever feelings that come to us, we are able to test it, not on our intelligence, not our buddhi, but we try to see will Swami approve it or not. And that helps us to move forward much better. So the mind will automatically aid you and help you. Yes. Because you are doing good. And since we are thinking of him all the time, uh, the yadbhavam tadbhavati, automatically some of his good qualities also come into us. So we try to imitate him, we try to follow him and therefore naturally we progress. So that is the greatest benefit all devotees of Bhagavan who have seen him, who have come to his, his uh, fold would experience it and therefore they will always move forward. They have no chance of going back. <laughs> Correct. That's what they explain. Uh, I remember when the Ramayana Saptaha was held, mm. one of the scholars explained, he said, why is Sundara Kandam called Sundara Kandam? Mm-hmm. He says that is the only canto in the whole of Ramayana where Rama is not there. Mm-hmm. The hero of the whole play is not there in that section and it is called Sundara Kandam. Mm. And he says, because throughout that section of Ramayana, Hanuman constantly thinks, if Rama was here, what would have he done? Hmm. And he did that. So the complete thing, though Rama is not there, Hanuman was actually doing whatever Rama would have done. And he hmm. said, that is why it is called Sundarakandam. I may share one thing which may be of helpful to all of us. Once I asked Swami, Swami, in the beginning when I came here, there was a lot of observable change in me. But now it seems that all has come to an end. I don't <laughs> seem to be making any progress. Hmm. He just looked at me and said, there is a fan there. Hmm. Now, if you put off the switch, will it stop immediately? It will take its own course. The switch has been put off. <laughs> That's what he said. Hmm. Thereby telling the very fact that you have come to me, hmm. that your switch has been put off, and you will move towards it. And I think this applies to every one of us. So, all of us, knowingly or unknowingly, we are moving forward. It's a question of time. Some fans stop faster, some fans <laughs> take more time. That's all it is. So, that was actually a great thing for me to give me a lot of confidence. Oh, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> very, very hopeful. Really, it fills us with a lot of... In talking of Sankalpas, Swami is making a very beautiful point here. He says, this whole creation, duality, multiplicity, it has all come because of one Sankalpa. So, it is again that Sankalpa only which will remove it. You know, that which has started with a thought can be removed by, you know, removing that thought. It says it's like a mono-acting. Right. The mind functions and... It, yeah, talking about the mind. Yeah, it enacts. So, it is God's Sankalpa that has brought about this creation. Right. The mono-acting, I think that is what Swami says when uh, Swami uh, explains about the four characteristics of the mind which give its, gives it, it names, no? Manas, Bhuti, Chitta, Hankara. It's the same mind which plays different roles mm-hmm. and the roles which it plays determines the name which it gets in that situation. Correct. I think this is what uh, the, the summary of this section of Swami's discourse. Right, I think, uh, I, I don't know what is there to come because whenever you listen to Swami and that's what happens, they say when you uh, study spirituality. At every point you think that you've known everything, you've learnt everything. 
but the more you read you realize that there is so much to know and so much to learn still and i think that's the same thing with discourses which swami gives you know yes of course one discourse is enough and hundreds of discourses is still not enough the truth is still being revealed to you now ultimately what we have to suppose to do boils down to a very small thing no matter how many discourses we it's only enlightens our mind but ultimately what we should do for our progress boil downs to very simple rules very few rules we just have to observe them and follow them that's all is required and you do one thing is very pleased if he is pleased everything is given to us <laughs> so the whole purpose is to please him because one student was saying please swami please swami that's what i am telling you please swami very <laughs> <laughs> true so thank you sir for joining us on this program for the second time it's my pleasure as i said i learn new things when i come here thank you and i thank everybody for being with us so dear listeners that brings us to the end of this week's shravanam mananam nididhyasanam we thank swami for this opportunity for giving us this opportunity to reflect on swami's message and we offer our most grateful pranams at swami's lotus feet for that Sairam you just heard an episode of a radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidhidhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 pm by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony in today's episode which was first broadcast live on 5th September 2013 professor G V Prabhakar Rao honorary professor department of mathematics and computer science sri satyasai institute of higher learning participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played on this episode were from the discourse delivered on 24th of may 1990 To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time, same day next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosci.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.